Hey everyone, welcome back to the With Love by Diamond podcast. My name is Diamond and I am your host. And in today's episode, I will be talking about the truth about the waiting season. Um, And the truth about waiting is that it is not easy, no matter what you're waiting for, waiting and sitting and waiting and hoping for and praying for something. It's not always easy and it's not always what it seems. Um, So if you are in a season of waiting for some things like I am and praying and believing for some things and believing God for more, um, and you are just kind of feeling that waiting is not as lovely as people talk about, then this episode is for you. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and hop right in. So I decided to do this episode topic. um, Well, recently, I or today, actually, I released a blog post talking about the waiting season um, and just being very honest and truthful about waiting um, for whatever it is that you're waiting for um, and just kind of like the emotions and the and the frustrations that go along with waiting. Um, I talked about that in the blog and then a few weeks back, I also did another podcast episode about feeling behind um, and sometimes in feeling behind is really that we're just waiting for things um, that also goes along with feeling behind. So I thought this podcast episode would be necessary and timely because I know so many people in my life personally um, are just waiting for things, waiting for um, for the job, waiting for financial breakthrough, waiting for family restoration, waiting for a relationship, waiting for peace, waiting for, um, we're just all waiting for something. We will all experience a period of time where we are waiting um, for something and in the waiting, it's just, it's not easy. Um, and I remember a few years back when I would hear sermons or whatever, talking about waiting, um, or just being in a season of waiting, just in general, I would hear people say like, Oh, just embrace the waiting season. Waiting is so great. Um, God does so much in waiting while you're waiting for something. And, waiting is so lovely. And I don't want to lie and say that it is lovely, that it is great because it doesn't feel that way all the time. Um, waiting for something, it can feel tiring. It can feel frustrating. You can feel annoyed. You can feel sad. You can feel, I don't, you, you just feel all anger even when you're waiting for something. I feel like those things aren't addressed enough when we're talking about waiting on the promises of God um, because really it is not easy whatsoever and it's just not acknowledged enough. Um, and one thing that I had talked about in the blog post, I'll make sure to link it in the show notes that way you guys can go ahead and read it and also link any scriptures that I referenced today. Um. But I know that, you know, one thing that I had referenced in the blog post is when you see other people getting the thing that maybe you are waiting for or the thing that you are praying for, especially if you feel like you've been faithful, especially if you feel like you haven't turned away from God or you see people that are living out in the world and they're getting the very things that you are praying for. And you're like, I'm a believer, Like, I follow God. I trust in God. I believe in God. I have faith. And then you see these other people out in the world and you see them getting the job, getting the car, getting the raises, 
um, not you. It looks like that they're not worrying um, from the outside looking in, and you're sitting here and you're like, well, like what does that say, like about who God is? What does that say about His faithfulness when these people out in the world are getting all these great things and accolades, and we are just stuck where we are? And um, I know I've been there in times where I've been waiting for something and maybe I've seen friends of mine who have just been kind of reckless, <laughs> reckless with whatever the thing that I'm also hoping for and just feeling like this doesn't even make sense. Like God, like I'm devoted to you. I'm faithful. I'm, you know, in, in my time of prayer, my time of worship, all that kind of stuff. And yet these other people get, you know, get what I desire, get what I want. And we have to be very careful with that because that can lead us to lusting over something that is not ours and idolizing something that is not ours or just kind of what came to mind. And this is not fully related um, to it, but the story of the prodigal son in the Bible, I'll make sure to link the scriptures in the show notes, but the story of the prodigal son in the Bible um, this father, he has two sons, one son who is faithful to him, who doesn't leave the household, who's working, who's tending to the animals, who's being a good son. And then you have one son who blows his inheritance, goes off into the world, and it gets to the point where he is even, he blows all of his money, blows all of his inheritance, and he's eating with pigs and he's at his lowest of lows. He's eating what the pigs are eating. He is at that low, low point. And then he eventually comes to his senses. That's what the Bible says. He comes to his senses, which I love, which I love. He comes to his senses and he realizes he needs to go back home and ask for forgiveness. So he goes back home. His father sees him far off, like just, you know, sees him. His father runs to him. He runs to the father and he embraces him. His father gives him a robe, a ring, a party, a festival, and the other son is like, what about me? Like, I've been faithful. I've been good. I haven't done what this other brother did. I have waited to receive my inheritance. I have waited patiently. I've been a good son. And you give my brother, who has just been out in the world, you give him these gifts, you welcome him with open arms, you're celebrating him. Um, and that's just a, a parable that's in the Bible that Jesus tells. And it's, you know, our relationship with God and the kingdom and all that kind of stuff. So make sure you read it on for yourself. But I think so many of us feel like that, feel like the other brother who was waiting patiently, who didn't blow his inheritance, who stayed in his father's household, especially as believers, um, we feel like that brother. I feel like everyone talks about the prodigal son, but no one wants to talk about the brother, the other brother who was there. Um, and this other brother, he didn't do anything wrong. He, he was doing everything right, yet his father still honored the son who was out and just out, out here living reckless. And so what does that say about God, right? What does that say about us, you know? Um, and 
what I think it says is that God honors both. Um, in the story of the prodigal son, the father understood that his other son had been faithful, had been good. He had been a good son. He hadn't blown his inheritance. He didn't even ask. He wasn't sticking his hand out for anything. He wasn't begging, pleading, Father, give me this money so I can do whatever I want with it. No, um, he wasn't like that at all. And the father understands that. And this other son will still reap the reward for his waiting, for his patience, for his faithfulness, just like the prodigal son who was out partying, who was out living a life that is so opposite to what the father wanted. But he comes to his senses and the father honors him. The father makes everything new again. The father forgives him. And so in this instance, in the story of the prodigal son, the father is God. The two sons are us as children, the believers and the unbelievers, the believers, the unbelievers who then come back to God or the believers who strayed and then come back to God. So we can identify with that, especially if you are in a season of waiting and you felt and you are feeling like, God, I have been faithful. I have been praying. I have been seeking your faith. God, I'm begging, I'm pleading for this thing that I want and I'm not getting it. But I see Susie Q, I see Jamal, I see this person, that person getting what I want. And so we don't understand it and we get frustrated and we get tired and we get annoyed even we get sad because we see people getting what we also desire to. And so if you are feeling that way in your season of waiting, I just want you to know that you are not alone in that. Um, so many of us feel that way when we are waiting for something. So many of us feel that way. And a lot of people don't want to admit that they feel that way. But I know I felt that way before. And those feelings are very real. Our feelings are very real, but we don't, let, we don't need to let our feelings control us. We don't need to let our feelings control how we um, act in a situation and how we um, present in a situation. Um, so I, yeah, it's just, it's not as easy as people make it seem. And um, I know there are definitely stages and seasons when you're waiting for something. Sometimes what tends to happen is like you give this thing. So let's say you're waiting. Um, I don't know if I want to use that example. Let's say you are waiting for a house. You are looking to buy a house and you are waiting for a house and you are praying and believing God, like, God, I want to move. I want this house. This is you know, you're giving God your desires for what you want in a house. And you're like, okay, God, like, I'm going to just trust you fully. Like, I'm going to just give this over to you. I'm going to submit, right? 
but we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting for a few months and we're like, yes, Lord, like you, you got it. You're going to do it for me. Um, I believe that this is your promise for me. God spoken a promise to you about a specific home or about a house or about living in a specific state or whatever the case may be. And you are like, yes, Lord, like I trust you. I'm going to believe you fully. I'm going to submit to your will and plan for my life. You're like super like, um, you're full of joy <laughs> about this waiting. You're full of um, hope during this waiting for this specific house. But then six months go by, right? And then you're like, you know what, God? Like, I just don't understand. Like, I've been faithful. I've been saving my money for this house. Um, and it's still not coming to pass. And you get frustrated. You get frustrated. And you're like, Lord, look, like, I don't understand, like, what's going on. Like, none of these houses, they're not working out for me. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. A year goes by. And you are just like, you know what, God? Like, I'm going to then take this into my own hands. And this is what we do. We try to, at some times in our waiting, we try to take it into our own hands and move outside of the will of God. And we're like, yeah, like, Lord, forget it. Like, you clearly are not hearing my prayer. You're not caring about this. I'm going to just try and go find a home and buy it for myself. I'm going to, you know, do whatever I'm going to do to make this happen for myself. We move now in our own strength instead of the strength God gives instead of the blessing and the favor that God gives. We try to move with ourselves and in our flesh. So we go, we look for a house, we put an offer in, and it's not working. Like nothing just seems to be working whatsoever. And then we come back and we're like, you know what? Father, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for trying to do it in my own strength. I'm going to wait on you god i'm gonna i'm gonna hope and trust and believe that you god are gonna take care of it that you will provide a house in your timing lord that your will is above my will and we kind of go through these cycles when we're waiting for something and that's the reality of waiting like go through these moments in these uh times where it's just like okay i'm gonna wait well and i'm gonna be hopeful and i'm gonna pray and i'm gonna fast and all this stuff. And then we go through another season where we're like, you know what, God, like, I don't understand. Like, I'm getting frustrated by this. Why is this happening for such and such and such and such? They're getting a home. They're getting this and that. And I'm still stuck where I am. And then we try to take things into our own hands. And then we come to our senses and realizing that our own strength is not enough. And then we're like, you know what, God, like, I'm going to wait on you again. <laughs> like, I'm going to trust that you will do it again for me, that you will do it, that I'm going to wait, hopefully, wait patiently this time. I'm going to wait patiently this time. And then the house comes, the breakthrough comes, the whatever it is that we're waiting for, it comes. And then we're like, whoa, like... That's crazy. Like, God, you did that. It was so quick. It was so sudden when it came around, when the thing that I've been waiting for and praying for, it came. God, like, you just blew my mind. 
And that's what waiting typically looks like. Let's be honest. Like that is what waiting looks like. That is the cycle that we go through in waiting. And no matter how, um, how much you read your word, how much you pray, how much you, um, how much faith you have, there are still moments and times where waiting is ugly and it's not easy and we get frustrated and we get tired. So if you are someone who is waiting and you're feeling like this, you are not alone. You are not crazy. You are not, um, you are not dismissing God because you have a feeling of frustration or you have a feeling of sadness that this thing has not happened yet, or you have a feeling of annoyance because everyone else is getting it and you think that they don't deserve it and they're getting it. Um, you are not alone if you are feeling that way. I just want to make sure that we understand that and understand the cycles of waiting. Now, with that said, it is not good to lust over or idolize or covet what someone else has. Because if we really trust God, even though waiting is messy and waiting isn't easy, if we really do trust God, we also trust in his will for our life and we also trust in his timing. And so one thing that I know that I've done um, in the past and what I'm currently doing in my season of waiting I submit the thing that I'm praying for and the thing that I'm hoping for. So um, I'm like, God, you know what? Take this. I submit this over to you. I'm going to trust this over to you. But I'm going to be honest about where I am and what I'm feeling. You know, like God is not afraid of your emotions. God is not afraid of what you're feeling. God is not afraid if you are lacking faith in a specific area. God is not afraid. He wants to walk with you in it. He wants to hold your hand um, in it. And I think that is the best thing for us to do when we are waiting for something is submit it over to God. Trust that God will do it in his time and in his will. Believe for it. Believe for it. Do not lack belief. Do not give up. Don't give up yet. It's not over yet. The thing, the promise that you've been waiting for, God is still working on it on your behalf. You know, like it's not over yet. So pray into it. Thank God in advance for it, but also be honest about where you are. Us being honest about where we are to God and letting him know that God, I've been waiting for this job to come and it's not coming and I'm getting frustrated and I'm getting annoyed. Lord, help me to trust you. Help my unbelief in this area. If that's what you're waiting for, insert whatever you're waiting for into that prayer um, and be super honest with God about it. Um, he's not afraid. And then what we also need to do is not waste our waiting. And I think that's the, the difficult part of waiting. Yes, it's the emotions. Yes, it's kind of like the cycle of waiting that I talked about. But it's also not wasting our waiting. So 
one thing that I had mentioned um, in this week's blog post is that um, kind of like what to do while you're waiting. So um, if you're waiting for, let's say, what I wrote here in my blog post, family restoration, instead of complaining about the family member that you were hoping gets healed or gets off of whatever they're on um, or comes back to their senses or gets back into right place, instead of complaining about them, pray for them while you're waiting for the family restoration, while you're waiting for them to come back to the Lord, while you're waiting for them to get into their right mind, pray for them instead of complaining about them. That that also changes how we wait. Um, if you're waiting for financial breakthrough, um, if you've been living paycheck to paycheck and you're waiting for breakthrough to come in your finances, you're waiting for, I don't know, debt to be canceled or you're waiting for um, your money to get in order, you're waiting for these bills to go down, whatever. In your waiting, you can store it over your finances well. Store it over your finances well in your waiting. Um, if you're waiting for the relationship, make sure that in that, that you are working and becoming the person that God has created you to be in every aspect, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, do that while you're waiting. Um, if you are waiting for, I don't know, a new apartment or a new home, um, keep the current home that you have clean. You know, like, don't leave it, don't leave it dirty. Make sure that you're stewarding over the things that you have now um, while you're waiting so that when you get what you're waiting for, we're not, um, we don't waste it. Because I think that's also sometimes what happens too. We've been waiting for something, praying for something, believing God for something. And God is like, actually, I'm waiting on you. Like, I'm waiting for you to get it together. I'm waiting for you to store it over the things that I've given you well. I'm waiting for you to come into agreement with what I have set forth. I'm waiting for you to submit. I'm waiting for you to surrender that's a part of it. And also, we don't know what's going on on the other side. You know what I mean? So, for instance, if we're waiting for a job um, at a specific place and we're believing for something, someone has to move from that job on the other side of it. So we're waiting for this job at this specific company. And we're like, God, like I really want to work there. I'm believing that a job, a door will be opened at this specific place. Sometimes people in that company need to move. God needs to move them. So that's also what happens sometimes in waiting. Some some things that we are just not aware of and that we do not know. Um, and so God is sometimes waiting on you. But he's also orchestrating things on the other side that we have no idea about. And I think that's something that we can take. Um, that we can rest in is that God is working things out on our behalf things that we do not even know about. You know what I mean? So if we're waiting for the relationship, God is working on the person that we are going to be in a relationship with. God is like, okay, you may be ready. You may be cool. But 
this guy, this girl, whatever, they need to get it together first. I'm working on them. If we're waiting for, um, like I said, the job, God is like, I'm trying to remove some people from this job so that you can enter in. Um, if we're waiting for, I don't know, whatever it is that we're waiting for, sometimes it's us, but sometimes there's things happening on the other side that we don't even know about. Also things happening in the supernatural that we don't even know about. And so we can also hope in that during our season of waiting. Um, so yeah, what are you doing currently while you are waiting? How are you waiting well? And, you know, one thing that I've had to come to realize is that God is some, God is doing something in the now, like he's doing things right now, like in this moment, in this season, right now, he's not waiting for the future to do something. He's doing things right now. He's always moving and he's doing something in your life right now. It's just, we have to find it. We have to look for it. Um, we have to seek his face, um, in order to, in order to fully realize what he is doing in the now, because that can sometimes also help us for what he's prepared for us in the future. Um, and that is, that is the, that is the truth. That is the reality that God is doing things now in our lives, even when we are hoping for, praying for, and we don't want to miss what God is doing. Um, we don't want to miss the move of God in this moment. We don't want to miss the blessings that he's bestowing on us right now because we are so focused on the thing that we are waiting for. Like we have tunnel vision for the thing that we are waiting for. Like we don't see nothing else. We're just looking straight at what we want and we don't see nothing else that's happening around us in our lives, in our family's lives, in our friends' lives, the miracles, the blessings, the 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 prayers that are currently being answered right now we don't even see them because we're so focused on what we're currently hoping for and praying for and believing for and fasting for and we make that thing an idol instead of seeking god asking god okay lord like i'm I'm waiting for this thing. I'm praying for this thing. But God, you are doing some things right now in my life. And even though I don't understand it, you are doing some things. And let me tap into that. Let me rest into that. And um, yeah, I think a lot of that tunnel vision that we tend to have about certain things comes from a lot of society, just kind of like this hustle culture or this kind of like manifestation type stuff and it's like number one that's not biblical and that's like not of god whatsoever and so we just get so laser focused on something that instead of actually praying about it and doing our part and putting in the faith um and the work um and believing that god will move we are just like i'm gonna just focus on this one thing and i'm gonna manifest it to come true that's witchcraft which we don't have time to talk about today but you you know, like, it's just, it's not healthy and we can get into unhealthy places by constantly doing that, constantly not looking to where God has, has us right now. Um, and so just to recap, 
before we close, I hope I'm not all over the place. Sometimes when I do these podcast episodes, I'm like, am I all over the place? Am I making any sort of sense? But um, I'm hoping that God is speaking (laughs) through this time. But just to kind of recap, number one, waiting is not easy. It's okay to acknowledge that you don't want to be waiting for something. It's okay to feel the frustration, the sadness, the anxiety around waiting, the uh, the annoyance, you feeling tired and waiting. It's okay to acknowledge that. If you're feeling that way, you are not alone. Um, and also acknowledging the cycles of waiting. Um, that's important as well. The cycles that we go through in waiting, being honest about our feelings and waiting, giving God the thing that we're waiting for and saying, Lord, take this. I'm submitting this over to you. I'm surrendering it over to you, God, but I am frustrated. I am anxious about this. Lord, help me. God, I'm trying to believe that you will do this for me, but right now it doesn't look like anything is happening. It doesn't look like there's any movement. Um, yeah, God, like do do whatever you're going to do, but also give me peace in the midst of it. Give me hope. Help me to, help me to trust you, God. Help my unbelief. Um, and then lastly, what are we doing while we're waiting? Let's not be so focused on the thing that we're waiting for that we end up idolizing it that we forget the here and now, the blessings that are happening here and now, the things that God is doing in our life here and now. Um, That is just so important that God wants to speak to you right now, sometimes about the things that we're waiting for. And, um, oh, I forgot to mention that sometimes our waiting is God, us in our waiting season, sometimes God is waiting on us to do what he's called us to do, to steward over the things that he's given us well. And then also, which is a huge probability of this, is that God is working some things out on the other side that we have no idea about for the thing that we're waiting for. Like things are happening that we don't even know. God is removing people. God is adding people Um, he's making way where there wouldn't have been a way he's closing some doors. He's opening some doors on your behalf. Um, he's speaking to people on your behalf and there are things that are beyond us that we don't even know about. So I hope you can take comfort in that. Um, I hope this episode helped. Before I close out, I just wanted to um, read this quick scripture. Let's see. This is in Second Peter chapter three. Um, and just to give some context around it, um, Peter is writing to the church and he's talking about the final days, the end times sort of thing, like when um, God will come back and all that. He's talking about all that. Um, But there's a scripture in here that I think is so um, relevant um, for us when we are waiting for something, when it feels like we've been waiting for something for months, even for days, for years. Um, 
that God's timing, and I talked about this in the episode of Feeling Behind, um, is that God's timing is really not our timing. And God is above the current timing that we have. So sometimes we feel like we've been waiting for months for something and God is like, "Mm, it hasn't been that long. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, God doesn't operate on the 24 hours that we have. Um, And so this is second Peter three chapter. Oh, chapter three, verse nine. And it says with God, one day is as good as a thousand years. A thousand years as a day, God isn't late with his promise as some measure lateness. God isn't late with his promise as some measure lateness. God is not late. And that's another thing that I feel like we feel in waiting. Like, God, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Like, it's we're running out of time for this to happen. We're running out of days for this to happen. God, I'm running on borrowed time. God, this should have happened two years ago and it still hasn't happened. God, I've been holding on to this promise that you give that you gave me when I was a child and it still hasn't happened. God, I've been waiting for this person to come into my life and it still hasn't happened. God, I've waited five years for this job and it still has not come to pass. God, it's it's too late for me now. It's too late for me to get married. It's too late for me to have a baby. It's too late for me to get this job. It's too late for me to get this house. It's too late for me to find this friendship. It's too late for me to be healthy again. Um, It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. God, I've been waiting and it's too late now. Do not give up yet. Do not give up yet. And the word... It's clear. It's so, so clear. God isn't late with his promise as some measure lateness. We have on earth a measure of lateness. If you're five minutes late to a restaurant, you're late. If you're five minutes late to a business meeting, you're late. Right? If you're an hour late, that's considered late. God is never late and he does not measure lateness in the same way that that we measure lateness. So if we are waiting for something and it doesn't happen until a few months from now, in the natural, we can feel like, man, it was just too late for this. It's now not the right time. But God is like, no, it's actually right on time. Thing that you have been praying for, believing God for, will be right on time. God is never late. He's never early. He is right on time. And so that is what I want to leave you with today. Um, I'm praying for you in your season of waiting. I'm believing with you in your season of waiting. Um, And God is, God sees you. As you're waiting for the thing, God is like, daughter, son, like, I see you. 
He's like that to me. He's like, Diamond, I see you're waiting, y'all. I'm waiting for some things. It's okay. I really am. I'm waiting and believing for some things to happen um, in my own life. And I've been frustrated. I haven't understood God's timing. I haven't um, fully grasped what he's doing. Um, But even just in the last few days, I'm like, God, let me just give this to you. But I'm also going to tell you that it's difficult for me. And God is like, but what did I give you now? When it's time for something to happen, it will happen. Yeah. God isn't late with his promise. As some measure lateness. Some someone needs to hear that God isn't late. He's not done with you yet. The promise, the thing that you've been waiting for, it's on its way. It is on its way. Just tap into it's on its way. Begin declaring that over your life. Begin believing that. Begin speaking that out loud that it is on its way. The job is on its way. The relationship is on its way. The house is on its way. The family restoration is on its way. The financial breakthrough, it's on its way. Um, The... I don't know, whatever you are waiting for, the baby, it's on its way. The marriage, it's on its way. The friendships, they are on their way. God is not done yet. God is not done. and He does not take your waiting in vain. God sees you. God hears your prayers. He sees your tears. He sees your frustration, your anger, your your just your confusion in the season that you're in. He sees it and he wants to give you peace and he wants to let you know that God isn't late with his promise. It's right around the corner. It is right around the corner, but God's timing is not our timing. It's not our timing. It's not our timing, but understand that he's not late. He's on time. Yeah, so that's all that I have for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. It was longer than I expected. I expected this episode to be like 12 minutes, but um, I'm hoping that all of you got something out of it. I'm hoping that God spoke to you as you were listening or watching this episode. Um. Let's pray for each other. If you are currently waiting for something, make sure to leave it in the comment section on YouTube or on the Instagram. If you would like to keep up with what I'm doing, you can visit my website, www.withlovebydiamond.com. That is where you can read the blog post that I just posted about the waiting season um, to hear a little bit more about my thoughts. It's pretty much what I said today, but a little bit more. Um, if you would like to follow me on Instagram, it's at with love by diamond. Um, and yeah, make sure you subscribe on YouTube so that you are up that way when I upload a new podcast episode, if you're interested in watching the podcast, it's on YouTube every week. And then also on Spotify and Google podcast. 
All right, everyone. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.